0: What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number five of the seventh inning stretch with myself, Frankie Martinez, and Mr. Michael Rodriguez. Mike, how you doing, brother?
1: Good, man. How you doing? I'm super excited for today.
0: Oh, man. I'm excited. You want to break the news? We've got some massive news for
1: all of our listeners out there, and couldn't thank you guys enough. So with that, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by... Triple Crown Jewelry They make the nastiest jewelry In the game that will have you Leading the league in drip They have number pendants For athletes like me and you Allowing all of us To rep our jersey number on and off the field They are available In silver and gold And each number pendant Comes with a free rope chain
0: Wait wait, Did I, did I hear you right? Did you, just, did you say free?
1: I did free rope chain their jewelry is top quality and let me tell you guys it's one of the reasons why we were so excited when we had the opportunity to partner up with this company and we couldn't be more excited about it i know frankie's
0: pumped it was easy man you know you know what they say look good play good so exactly
1: and hey we all want to look
0: good right oh man
1: that's what it's all about
0: yes sir Looking
1: for a gift for yourself or another athlete for the holidays? This is the perfect holiday gift for any athlete. Any athlete. They have a special deal exclusively for our listeners.
0: Just for you guys, they made this special code. All right, you want to tell it to them? Use code
1: STRETCH15 for 15%
0: off of your order. Once again, that is S-T-R-E-T-C-H-1-5 for 15% off your order. There it is. Visit TripleCrownJewelry.com today to shop the
1: nastiest jewelry in the game. That's TripleCrownJewelry.com. With that in mind, we've got a great guest joining us today. He's joining us from University of Southern California, taking time out of his busy day, and we're very excited to have this guy on. We can't wait to hear his story.
0: No, I'm ready, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Gentlemen,
1: our guest today
0: is currently playing
1: ball at USC. He started 14 of 15 games, and then the pandemic hit. He had to cancel on us twice, but with a 0-2 count, he said, "Not today," and is going to hit this out of the fucking park. Please help us welcome Jamal O'Gwyn. What's going on, boys? What's going on, brother? Glad to have you on finally. Oh yeah,
2: it's
1: been a miss. Hey, we understand. Bro. Hey, schedules happen. We
0: understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's everything going up there, man?
2: It's going good. I mean, it's same shit, different day. Not much going on, but uh, doing what we can with the time we got.
0: You guys practicing right now?
2: No, um, we we're supposed to start practicing. Uh, think in like two weeks, but our semester's over. Like I think like three weeks, so just, our coach just basically postponed it to January.
1: So you guys just lifting right now? Is that all you're doing?
2: Nothing. We're not even allowed on campus. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's boring.
1: Are you down there at least right now?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm out here. I'll just I'll go work out usually like uh three You or take like three times a week depends on the week um sometimes more sometimes less but um go work out with a couple of teammates and I'll do some school ish and then I'll play video games once a
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, my man. So how has, the, uh, how has the whole pandemic part, how has it taken a toll on your body and your mind?
2: I mean, for me, it's nice. I mean, just to kind of get the rest in, but uh, I also know that once we come back after not playing for a while, it's actually going gonna to suck more than anything. But um, I mean, mentally, I mean, I got to play summer ball, so mentally it's not too bad for like versus some other guys who haven't got to play. And I don't know, it's been like five, six months. Uh, you I know me, like, I mean, I got my fair share of baseball in for about a month and a half, two months. So now I'm just kind of just hanging in there and waiting until we start practicing.
0: So do you guys, like, say you want to go, like, take, uh, you know, ground balls or something? Do you guys just got to go to a park or something, like, since you're not allowed? or Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, it's really wherever. We have a place called The Village that has a big old, like, grass area. Um, and there's, like, a turf field on there. Some guys will go take ground balls there, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's not that it's not worth it, but there's always people. I mean, you have a whole school full of people that live around here that are trying to use the field. So it's kind of one of those things where it's it's tough to get on. But some guys will go there every now and again.
1: What's the plan uh, for the whole Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, you coming back down? and? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'll be at home. I mean, I'll, usually I'll do the same thing I do during the winter. Um, at least during that time, uh, some of my teammates from high school, they'll all be home. So that makes it a lot, you know, it makes it a lot more enjoyable and easy to get home because obviously we all play baseball. So we all just, you know, we basically spend the all day together, go work out, uh, in the weight room, a couple hours, and we'll go to the field and we'll be at the field for I don't know, probably like four or five hours every day and then kind of wake up and repeat that really
1: every day for like a month and a half. Get
0: back on that grind, that's why. <laughs> all right, so let's go into, you know, your high school career, where it started. You played at a uh, singer, Buchanan. At Buchanan, you played under Tom Donald. You were mm-hmm. named all league and all section for all four of your seasons. How was, um, how was it like playing for Coach Donald?
2: Coach Donald, uh, I mean, he's one of my favorite coaches, if not probably my favorite coach. You know, I played for. Um, it, it really with him. He's a kind of coach where it depends on what kind of like, not even player, um, mentally like kind of how you are. Um, they're kind of like soft. It's it's kind of tough. Um, <laughs> to even me, to me, I mean, I I would say quote unquote, one of his like not favorites, but we got along really well and uh, he's kind of coach. He doesn't care who you are. You know what I mean? Um, he be the best player, worst player. If you're not doing something right, like he's going to let you know. Um, and I feel like that's why he, uh, I mean, that's why he wins as much as he does. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, play I mean, even then we had nine coaches that I mean, it's, it's tough to do stuff wrong there. So that's definitely why like they're pretty successful, what they do.
1: All right. So you started varsity all four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like a yeah. stud. <laughs> stud. Do you guys won in 2016. You won state and national. Yeah. Take us through that. What's What's your mindset going into that? completely different game obviously from playing in the valley and playing you know for a valley championship obviously
2: um well I mean that was the year so I transferred after my sophomore summer from High, but um it was one of those things where it all kind of went by so fast you know what I mean um it didn't really settle in until probably uh, the month after I was like oh shit like it's actually happen, you know what I mean? Just because there's a lot going on with, you know, just baseball and everything like that. But, I mean, it was fun, you know what I mean? That's definitely one of the years. It was one of my favorite years of baseball. Um, just with, I mean, I had probably, like, the coolest team you could ever play for, really. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it was, it, it was a fun
0: year. I'll definitely say it was a fun year. And that year, uh, 16, you played in the – Area code, how was that? Area code was fun. Um, that was
2: definitely one of my favorite baseball experiences growing up. Uh, so you get to meet a bunch of people, a uh, bunch of new players, and you're just surrounded by I mean, studs, you know what I mean? Um, definitely learned a lot during, I think it was like a week long. Definitely learned a lot, and I enjoyed it, you know what I mean? I um, mean, you got freaking thousands of people in the stands. and mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good
1: baseball atmosphere, for sure. Did you uh, – obviously, growing up, um, you went to Sanger your freshman year, you said? Yeah. Freshman. So, were you, were you born in Sanger?
2: No, I was actually born in Fresno. my uh, mom moved to Sanger – I was in about third grade. So, mm-hmm. I moved to third grade until
1: sophomore year of high school. Has it always just been baseball?
2: Uh, no, growing up, I, mean, I used to play I mean, everything um, like year round. I played baseball, soccer, basketball. Um, and then I'd wrestle in the winter. And then I tried football for two years. I played a little quarterback, but my mom still wasn't a fan of that. I got lit up. <laughs> so that was kind of, you know, that, that was, that was fun. I wish I could have played that like another year in high school or something. But uh, then the older I got, I kind of, well, once I got into like high school, like eighth grade high school, or actually eighth grade because soccer and basketball are in the same season. Um, I tried to play both, but each coach was, like, fighting for more, like, I guess more – it was like a custody battle. It, was, it got ridiculous. So I <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was ridiculous. But um, so I just stuck with basketball, baseball. And then after my sophomore year of high school, freshman – yeah, sophomore year, I just focused on baseball.
0: So when did you start getting, uh, as far as like scouting goes? When did that all kind of start for you?
1: Um,
0: eighth
2: grade, yeah. Because that eighth grade summer, going to my freshman year, was when I got my first like a scholarship offer from Purdue. So from then on, it was just a fun experience, man.
0: So, when did um? When did USC eventually reach out to you and what kind of you know made you choose them? Um so USC,
2: um they reached out my freshman year and then I ended up committing to Fresno State, like that freshman boarding sophomore year summer. Mm-hmm. Um and then later on obviously I decommitted like my junior year, and then they reached back out and then I always kind of wanted to come here, I didn't for baseball, but I always thought it was post-school cool football. Obviously, USC football, but um, yeah. So then, I want to say like my senior year, once I kind of figured out what I wanted and what I liked about colleges, I just kind of decided to
1: come here. So, was USC your that was your number one choice? Yeah.
0: Awesome. So, going on your um, you know, USC. Um, how has it been so far? You know, what was the difference, you know, in the jump from, you know, Buchanan being, you know, probably one of the best high schools in the nation. You know, so you're always seeing good competition. But how was the jump from high school to then seeing college pitching?
2: Hmm. Um, I definitely will say that. I mean, I the way I looked at it was, like, when I was there, I mean, even in inner squads or, I mean, realistically, anybody who usually played in the track, I mean, Everybody that was typically throwing on a Friday, I mean, everybody throwing on a Friday from any school was probably going to a pretty good college, um, even most schools a Tuesday. So I kind of always got to face college pitching. I mean, over the years, um, I think the biggest change was just the pace of the game. It was a lot quicker. Uh, you know what I mean? But I definitely feel that playing for Coach Donald, i I felt like prepared for... It felt like high school baseball kind of when I showed up. Not by position, but just by everything he taught me, you know, get ready for this, this, and that. And the way that he kind of coaches his game, it was all so fast that there's – you know what I mean? So I kind of felt like he prepared me for college pretty well. But I will say definitely, like, the pace of the game was a little different.
1: Is there a uh, – has there been any talks on a for sure season for this upcoming season or – yeah. Is it just kind of yeah. just hoping and waiting? Um, we have our schedule.
2: I mean, already said, as far as I know, um,
1: as far as we know, we're playing all
2: 55 games and traveling everywhere. Um, I mean, like, what? I mean, we can't really control what happens with, you know, mm-hmm. COVID. So, exactly. obviously, change. But as far as we know, we're flying out to Miami February 14th for our opening series, and our coach is still standing by us. So, Looking forward to that.
1: Any school in particular you're looking forward to playing the most? Uh,
2: definitely Miami. Um, it's because usually we'll get, like, one travel trip a year. Um, somewhere usually pretty cool, but last – or last year we obviously didn't. Um, the year before, then we went to Cal Poly. I mean, Cal Poly is still really cool, but um, definitely being, being able to play someone – like Miami at a place like Miami's, it's, it
0: should be pretty fun. So, you know, you guys had that shortened season last season. You started off hot, batting 378. Um How sad were you, and what was it like, um, you know, getting the guys together and having the coach tell you guys that, you know, the season might be over? Um,
2: It was one of those things where we kind of expected it just because – and, like, it started off with the Ivy League schools where they are just, like, down with sports. Um, and then just, like, another conference kind of day by day, which is kind of say we're canceling spring sports. So we just kind of figured just because, I mean, things all fall in place. But even if our season went on, who would we really play after, you know, because we couldn't play any of the Washington schools because that's where COVID blew up the most. Um, Slattery eliminated two of the teams, um, we couldn't go to Oregon, same thing there. So that's two of the teams. So it was just like, at some point we knew we were going to get canceled. It was just kind of a matter of when. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely sucked when our coach told us, cause you're just like, well, like kind of like what's next, you know what I mean? And you don't know when it's all going to be over,
0: but,
1: uh, I, yeah, we're here. We're still alive. So thank for it. How do you think, as a team, you guys are going to fare with, obviously, less less reps currently at the moment? I mean, do you guys think you're going to be able to just pick right back up where you left off, or do you think it's going to take just as much mental strength as it is physical?
2: Um, I think it'll take a lot of the mental training. Um, just because now we have – I think we have 47 guys, which usually we only have, like, 33 or something like that, or like 35. But um, I don't think the physical part won't be an issue just because we have so many returners. So, you know, like we can know what to expect and what to do. And you kind of, you know, um, I just think it's that mental part of, one, having 47 players, and two, trying to catch up all the new incoming players. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that's probably the biggest deal there, then probably some team chemistry because with 47 people, it's kind of tough to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough enough with I mean, 35, so 47, I'm sure the team chemistry part's going to be the biggest deal, you know what I mean? So, uh, we'll see We'll see how that goes. I mean, I think we'll be
1: fine, but you know. You guys, you, now you guys have 47 because you guys have guys that are just returning for their extra season? Is that what it is?
2: So... I think we had 12 incoming players and then we only lost two guys from last year. And so it kind of, so we basically had 12 incoming guys and we had 35 guys on the team and then two of them weren't on the roster technically just because like they were hurt. Um, so we basically, it's not like, so we really didn't lose anybody when you did Got twelve more players, so yeah. that's a lot of guys trying to
1: fight for nine spots.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: a lot of guys.
0: <laughs> so was it your your sophomore? You're right. You got to play at uh, Dodger Stadium for that tournament.
2: Yeah, um, we usually play in that every year. Um, mm-hmm. That's like our tournament that we host. It's called the Dodger Town Classic, where uh, there's just four teams. Um, it kind of changed. Well, there's always us and UCLA. But that's who we play every year at, the, at Dodger Stadium. Um, so that's typically we play. But the other two teams kind of depends. They're always teams from somewhere, either like the Midwest or somewhere back east um, that come out here and play. And it's fun. I mean, we play UCLA and the other two teams that play each other. But uh, last year, we weren't able to do that because of uh, – They are renovating the stadium. Yeah, they got the new stuff in center field. So, yeah, so my freshman, sophomore year, we got to play there.
0: What was that experience like getting to play on a, you know, big league field?
2: It's fun, dude. I mean, the place gets packed. Um, It's actually like – it's one of those things where you never realize how many people are there. Because obviously you're not getting 60,000, you know what I mean? Yeah. But – I mean, it doesn't – you look around, you're kind of like, oh, there's a good amount of people. And, then, like, you'll see the attendance, say, like, 12 13 14,000. You're like, what? But um, it's fun. You know what I mean? Um, we get to play UCLA there. Um, I love playing them, even I, I hate that place. But <laughs> – um, So, we get to play them there. It's always a good game. Um, Definitely was one of my favorite games of the year. Not even just as at, Dodger, like, Dodger Stadium, but it just – somehow always ends up being that nitty gritty like one run game but um it's definitely a fun experience i mean the fans always love it you know what i mean so uh yeah that's that's one of the games i look forward to every year that's awesome
1: so what's your what's your living situation down there right now are you in a dorm is that uh off campus like a park off campus area. how do you how do you have you stayed in any of the dorms there before
2: yeah, so our freshman year, you have to you have to stay in the dorms. You stay with uh, I think there's eight of us in a dorm room, and uh, it, it it was fun, man. It was definitely fun. i would say that. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes it was a little too much with eight people, but um, I mean, I have pretty cool teammates, so it, it was all fun.
1: Now, are you guys are you guys
2: restricted currently?
1: Like, are you guys told what you can do for right now, what you can't do?
2: Um, are you guys limited on
1: time you can go outside or
2: no? Nah, I mean, you could really. I mean, now that everything's somewhat clearing up, I mean, there's a lot more freedom, but uh, our coach is basically like stay safe, you know what I mean? Just remember, like, you get COVID, you're not only hurting us, but like the rest of that. athletes trying to get on campus and stuff.
0: So, be smart. Is everything open for the most part down there, or is it still kind of like closed?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, everything, I mean, at least the places that I typically go to, you know what I mean? Mm. You can only eat outside, obviously. Okay. But there's some places where you can go inside eat, but yeah, for the most part, everything's opening up. It's not opening up like Fresno, but they're getting there.
0: Anything uh, or any particular restaurant you like down there? You got a favorite?
2: Mm. I like pink Taco.
1: Pink
0: tacos, pretty fire, man. <laughs> I got a good margarita there too.
1: Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> now, for let's let's talk about let's talk about your whole journey on how you've gotten to where you are right now. Growing up, were you always were you always just the best player out on the ball field? Is that how it was for you?
0: I can or answer that. Kind of, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or did you kind of just grow into that as you got older you got better year, progressed
2: um I was never too bad you know what I mean um I want to say I was the best but I definitely wasn't okay before. we'll
1: say it he was the best all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so going into middle school and then transitioning from middle school into to high school where you approached by anybody at then any any of the, the coaches you know obviously I'm sure you were making some waves at that time if you're getting scouted early
2: mm-hmm. um coaches and like high school coaches
1: or yeah was anybody just you know out there talking to you hey looking forward to having you next year you know yeah
2: yeah um my coach at singer high he'd always come watch the games and he'd always get on my ass about because I, I, I'm pretty like loosey-goosey kind of guy like I was a guy like you saw stretching like I was just kicking it probably just dicking around like I stretched like with my jersey untucked and it just hung down on my knees you know I mean and so he'd always come out to the games and he would to come talk crap but he'd be like oh it makes you tuck in your jersey and I looked at him and I was like no oh, bro it's warm up so I'm gonna tuck in my jersey <laughs> uh, but I mean it was also like I also did play basketball so like I, I mean I'm not tucking in my jersey to warm You know what I mean? It just kind of one of thing I never really thought about. It just kind of happened actually. But um, yeah, he um, he was just like, "Yeah, I can't wait to have you." And there's there's always rumors. that were like, "Oh, Jamal's going somewhere," and I was like, "Bro, what?" There's like one time somebody was like, "Yeah, I heard you're going to Bakersfield." And I'm like, "Bro, I was going to Bakersfield." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, um,
1: he's going straight to the pros. He's not even going to high school.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, going, you know, it was your, uh, sophomore summer, I believe. Right. Is that when you played with the, uh, with the anglers? Uh,
2: yeah. Sophomore going to junior year.
0: And then the drillers, was that also, was that the same season or?
2: Uh, no, I just played with the Drillers just this last summer, like four or five. Years. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Was that, um, you know, it was like some of the best guys in the in the nation. You know how how cool was that?
2: Um, the Cape was, that that was like that was probably my all time favorite, you know, baseball experience. Um, I mean, not only do you get to play the best of the best players in the country, I mean, literally every day, but um. I mean, it's just, a, I mean, it's a vacation spot. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot to do and everybody out there is super nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was top notch I and mean, people out there took care of you. I had a, I had a really cool host family and uh, a bunch of cool coaches. So I got to meet a lot of good people and learned a bunch of new stuff, probably too much stuff, but. <laughs> my experience.
0: So in that whole Cause you guys played at uh, major league stadiums, right? Um, so we
2: had a workout, like took BP and in for infield outfield at uh Fenway Park, mm-hmm. and then for the Drillers, we played at a couple minor league stadiums.
0: Like, which ours- one was your? Which one was your favorite out of those? Like, if you could just pick one from that whole experience,
2: our field, I I liked our field the most. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I mean, we had like chillest fans, stuff like that. But if I just like, if I wanted to hit, I'd go play at a over in Amarillo at the Saw Squads Field. It's a Padres Double A field or maybe Triple A field. I'm not sure, but ball flies there, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I mean, overall, I liked our stadium. It was, it was fun. It was nice.
0: So I'm gonna talk about a specific play with you. And it was all over Twitter, you know, SportsCenter top 10. And you probably know which play I'm talking about. You Mm -hmm. robbed a home run in right field. How was that? Like, did you know you caught it right away or?
2: Yeah, I mean, it it was one of those things to where, like, I kind of lost it in the sun, like, a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like, shit. So I was just kind of running at that point. And then, like, kind of last second, like, I kind of looked up and was like, oh, shit, here's the ball. Then just kind of put my glove up. But – and then – um. Yeah, so when I kind of like went over the fence and looked, and I was like, oh, fire. And then, uh, <laughs> like at first I didn't, I was just like, whoops, I like, like my balls got switched against like the fence, so I was like in pain. <laughs> like, uh, I was more worried about that, and I looked and was like, oh shit, I caught it. So then I was like, all right, fair. Like, and then, I, yeah, after that, I got pretty high.
1: Like, all right, that's a good little trade off, I guess. Yeah. So what's the, uh, What's what's the plan for for after USC? Um, hopefully go, uh, go somewhere, man. That was a stupid question. Very stupid question. That was <laughs> obviously going to be the answer. Yeah. Have you, have you been in any talks with any teams?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously last year sucked. Um, I wasn't supposed to come back here, but it should happen. It is what it is. But uh, as far as now, it's just one of those things where it's kind of just the waiting game again. Um, now it's just kind of all about how I do it again next year, so we'll, we'll see what happens and kind of go from
0: there. So you know, with uh, with this year's draft, they you know, only did um five rounds. Were you, uh, you know, were you just anxiously waiting, or were you just kind of like, you know, if it happens, it happens. Um,
2: it, I guess anxiously, or more so anxiously waiting. Um, just because I get. Not that it was supposed to happen, but we thought it was going to happen. Um, mm. And then kind of all just came down to money at that point. So it, it kind of sucked to see that, like, that's what it came down to. But, mm. you know I mean? like I said, it could be worse. You know what I mean? Um, I'm back here and get to get closer to finish up school and play more college baseball.
1: What's, uh, what's your major?
2: Um, like, real estate development. Okay. Not a bag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not, not a Any plans on if uh, maybe you just start buying and selling ballparks? Yeah. Nothing.
2: Um, I want to do commercial, but um, I, mean, I can't really think that far ahead in the future. You know, you gotta have money to do it. So <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: see.
1: We'll see what happens. It's
2: always,
1: it's always good uh, to have a backup plan. So. That's that's always going to be in your back pocket. So whenever you need that, you just go ahead and dip in there and pull that out.
2: No, definitely. It's not the worst job either. Never.
1: (laughs) Never. So, that being said, is there any team in particular that you have wanted to play for? Mm -hmm. Is there anybody that's, you know, kind of been on that bubble that they've kind of reached out to you but doesn't seem like it's as serious or are you just trying to you're just willing to be drafted by anybody um usually before
2: the draft or even throughout the year there's always you kind of have an idea um just because i mean some of them will text you like oh, shit like every day um some won't some you know what i mean some will just give you feedback but um it kind of all changes every year depending on what the team looking for um so say teams my freshman year or sophomore year are looking for a specific I say they're looking for someone like me but my junior year when my draft comes around it's I mean they could just be like okay we're looking for pitchers now you know what I mean so it all just kind of depends on what they're looking for that year and yeah but um as far as playing I mean I've always kind of wanted. like I don't know why but I like I like Fenway Park Somehow, some way, I like the Braves, too, a little bit. I don't know why, but, yeah. I we'll think team. I get a little
1: ball team over there right now, so, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to be over there. No, not at all. So, is there – um, how do you say – is it in the back of your mind right now that possibly that teams that you were talking to are going to be moving on to trying to find out, you know, hey, we need a pitcher now – we need a closer is that in the back of your mind at all or is it just you know what i'm just gonna go out there and ball out and you know hopefully i can just make a statement
2: yeah i just want to i mean you you i mean you can only control what you can
1: you know what i mean
2: um and i can't really control what they're looking for so uh yeah i mean to me i'm just gonna go out there play and whatever happens happens i mean it's probably my last year playing college baseball so i'm gonna just go make the most of it and
0: Go have fun and I guess try and do my thing. Frankie, all right? Falling asleep? <laughs> Mine's kinda like laggy a little bit, so I hear you guys kinda late. So I was like, what
2: is
0: going on over there? <laughs> what are you guys watching back there? You guys watching what is that?
1: Replays? Football?
2: I think
1: so. I think there's a soccer game on, but yeah, a little bit of a mixture of everything. Might be halftime, maybe. Who's, uh, who, who's, who's in the background? I see, I see someone in the background. Girlfriend. Oh, hi, girlfriend.
0: Hi. <laughs> so, if you, you know, if you could pick one other sport to play other than baseball, what would it be if you had to pick one? One other
2: sport? Yeah,
0: only one. I'd be hoover. Hooper, you, you ever play in the gym at USC?
2: Uh Yeah. Uh, usually, like last year, I'd go play there. I played there a lot. Usually during the fall, I'll get a lot of basketball in. But during the spring, I kind of try I try and stay healthy. You know what I mean? It's kind of – Yeah. Gym, so, I'm like, uh, so, uh, yeah. During the fall, I usually get a, a lot of time in there. Probably
0: a little too much. So, so, what's your overall um, – you know, goal for the season. You know, you have any personal goals? You're like, you know, I wanna hit for this or I wanna hit this many homers this year, this many RBIs. You have any like personal goals?
1: Um five hundred home runs? Literally <laughs> something along that lines. Um not really. I
2: mean I do wanna I mean, at least wanna hit like ten home runs. That's really the only I mean ten home runs, just make sure I hit over just kind of want to go have fun you know what I mean that's one thing that I did have last year and um, I mean I guess personally even I saw like just a jump in my stats when I'm I mean when you're not so worried about the stats you're just kind of playing to win and I've always I saw that if you as well where you never really cared about your stats just because we're always winning you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's one of those things where like even last year we started winning so I was like play the land, and boom, you saw a big old in stats. so.
0: How's, how does the ball fly over there? Is there a certain part of the field you like to go to? Or if there's, is there a certain part where you like, you know, if I hit it here and I see it go deep enough, I know it's gone.
2: At right field. The ball flies out
0: here right field. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Left field's kind of tough. I mean, center field's even tougher. Especially at night, can you get that, like, ocean breeze, so there's kind of thick. Um but yeah it's always fine to ride. It's, it's, it's nice.
0: How's the weather? How's the weather up there, you know, when you guys are playing like through season? Is it pretty consistent or
2: yeah, for the most part, um it gets cold some days, believe it or not. Uh, but for the most part it's pretty it's pretty fair. We'll get some rainy days, you know, some cloudy days. But other than that, it's pretty good.
1: Jamal, so you play infield and outfield?
2: Um, I've played both. Um, So I played, yeah, I guess both. But uh, I'm going back to the outfield this year.
1: Do you enjoy that much more?
2: Um, Yeah, it's just pretty chill.
0: I like yeah. the infield.
2: But, uh, yeah, I just kind of got used to the outfield. And I like it better. A lot better on my body than the infield has been.
0: like throwing people out.
1: Yeah. Just catch <laughs> <Robert all laughs> Yeah. That's how you get the ladies. Well, we won't say that. You so. standing around. You just pose and
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just kind of look around, talk about people. Yeah, and plus you
2: can look around. I can see what fire chicks from the stands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: You're gonna pay for that later. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she's like, is the camera off? Like, uh now it's still on. <laughs> <laughs> why I
0: don't see
1: nobody. back
0: So we don't when condone, you go, uh... we don't
1: condone domestic violence. By the way, not
0: on this show. Off <laughs> camera. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you, um, you know, get drafted, as you know, that's obviously the end goal for you. Um. You plan to get drafted for infield, outfield, you know, whatever. Or kind of like utility, you know, back and forth.
2: Yeah, at that point I kinda of don't really I don't you know, it doesn't matter to me. Those things were like as long as I'm getting paid, I don't really care. As long as I get as long as I get paid and get to hit, I've ever d hold I care. <laughs> there
0: you
1: go, Red Sox, sign him up. Be a fucking DH over
0: there. <laughs> so are well, you guys gonna are you guys gonna um be able to have fans this season or is that st- still kind of up in the air because I know like watching the playoffs right now you know the Braves they have they're allowing like 12,000 or something like that so do you know maybe for you guys you know it might just be like family only or have uh, they talked about that
2: they haven't talked about that but I would only imagine it probably be family only uh, that's how our last like the of last year was where they only allowed family um but it all kind of Depends on COVID in the area, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, and being in LA, it's kind
2: of tough because there's six hundred
1: thousand people. But yeah, a little bit more of a hot spot out there too. So, yeah.
2: so I mean, it all just kind of depends on how COVID is doing.
1: And kind of go from there. Uh, Do you think everybody's so- going to adjust <laughs> going back to trying to live normally and being okay with <laughs> being right next to each other?
2: I don't know I I, I've kind of been like on the fence like dude, like just let everybody live their normal life and whatever happens you know what I mean like uh, but I guess personally like I'm not too worried about it just because I'm like it is what it is you know what I mean but uh yeah there's probably gonna be I mean some people weird about it but it's like I mean what can we do
0: yeah so before we wrap it up any shout outs you want to give to anyone any anything you want to say for any you know young kids listening young jamalo Gwyns from fresno anything
1: any words of advice
0: uh, just keep working and stay away from girls man
2: go. <laughs> double down <laughs> no nah, just keep working you know what i mean it's it, all it really comes down to but uh Give a shout-out to your family, man. I haven't seen you guys
0: in freaking, like, 10 years. Yeah, it's been way too long, man. Hopefully, hopefully they, you know, kind of allow fans back in. We want to go see you. Definitely. Oh, that'd be dope. Go there, yeah. watch your ball. Yeah, no
2: best.
0: All right, brother. We appreciate you coming on. You know, took a – had to cancel a couple times, but, you know, we finally got you on, and we appreciate it. Taking
2: time out
0: of your busy day. No, definitely. Thank you guys for having me. Don't worry,
1: man. We'll uh we'll eventually forget about you having to cancel. We won't bring it up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: that, that my
1: bad, man. My bad. Hey man, hopefully, uh, hopefully when the season comes around, I mean hopefully you're willing to come back on maybe we can get a, a in season stride and see how that's going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go.
0: All right, man. Talk to you soon.
2: Yeah, definitely. You guys, take care. Take care, right, man. man. See you.
1: Well, there you have it. Our episode five with Jamal. Hey, he's a pretty chill guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's always been like that. You know, he's always been hey, he's, a he's laid-back guy. Four. Yeah, he's a freaking monster, dude. He was probably like when I played with him back when we were in like middle school, he was like just towering over everyone. So when oh, he tried to say oh. he wasn't the best, he's lying. The best? <laughs> I know my oh boy is too humble.
1: He's like, nah, nah, I'm
0: all right. Nah, you know, you and I know, you know, you see those guys and you're like, all right, this guy's gonna be something. And Jamal is definitely one of those guys. You know, he's absolutely he's a cool guy, man. You know, I'm glad we finally got a. Gotta have him on.
1: Absolutely. Long I mean, overdue it after. was very long overdue. <laughs> but you know what? He made
0: it up to us. He
1: came on. He was, he was willing to talk. He's gonna come back on. Hopefully Corona is like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna disappear.
0: That way we can have a full yeah. cool season. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice to me. <laughs> Hopefully they let some real fans in so we can go.
1: Ooh, maybe oh man, we can we'll do a live
0: there. broadcast. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh. Do live podcasts out there? We could play by play by play the game. <laughs> play
2: by
1: play, there it is. But, that's but our we'll jam. only talk up really loud when Jamal comes up.
0: Yeah, we'll be, like, Man, we'll be look at this guy. <laughs> we'll just be talking. We'll just be like,
1: yeah, and the uh, number
0: uh, four hitter
1: grounds out. And
0: number five, here he comes. You <laughs> all well, UFC entrance, up. birthplace, height, oh, weight, everything. Here comes a dinger, calling it right now. <laughs> oh, strike two! Man. All right, he's
1: got it. He he. Hey, he had two strikes on us too, but he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, <laughs> very thankful for him coming on. Much yeah, man, he was awesome. Frankie, much much, much appreciated. Uh, I love you, brother. Glad you came on today. It's about time you always bail on
0: me and shit. (laughs) Uh, Man,
1: what's the uh, what's the plans? Well, say, uh, fucking postseason baseball, man.
0: Yeah, man, really getting into it. Dodgers are getting their ass flipped sadly, so I'm never wearing this jersey again. Uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) you see that score. I do not. <laughs> Six to one, we are Let's trailing. Go. Six to one, we were trailing.
1: But I thought you. Yeah, it was hey, going this... good. I didn't get a green
0: screen, so I put brace up. Right <laughs> yeah, it was going good. You know, it was one to one. Marcel was going to hit that bomb, but then, you know, I was just you know kind of getting updates on my phone as we were going throughout the podcast, and then it was like Dansby Swanson doubles. This guy does this. This guy does hey, that. Dansby Swanson. Austin Riley singles. It's like man. And then we got Rays and
1: Astros. There was a walk-off home run by Correa.
0: Yeah, I saw that. That was that was crazy. He knew it too. But you know, you, you know that they know they still have a lot.
1: Do you they think? still have
0: a lot to overcome? I'm pretty yeah. sure they're gonna face Morton and Glass now. So yeah, they're gonna, gonna have their is answers. Valdez. For
1: sure. Tomorrow's Valdez versus Snell.
0: Well, Snell starting tomorrow? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude's a beast. I actually got it to have is. a conversation with him when I went to a A's race postseason game. I had like a little conversation with him. He's a really chill dude. He actually talked. We actually talked about video games, so <laughs> it was pretty chill. He's a cool guy.
1: So it's basically a it's a rematch from the first game.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then they'll probably.
1: Do you think I don't? The Astros are just out hitting the Rays right now, or do you think they're pitching on the back and it's just kind of hanging it low?
0: I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a mix. You know, the Astros know when to get it rolling, you know, it's so weird. They, they know when they got to hit and man, they hit, you know, even coming from a Dodger fan, you know, that cheating and everything, those dudes could still ball. (laughs) Those dude, they have some, they have some good ass hitters, man. And, you know, they know when to string it together at the right times. They know they have a lot of, a lot of hate, but yeah, you know, they're, they're fine through it. They're not they're not going out without a fight. And yeah, it's gonna be an interesting rest of the series. And it looks See, like I the think Dodgers the, are gonna to have to come back from 3 1 2. So I think that's been the, the
1: probably the worst part about the whole scandal with the with the Astros is because they are a really good hitting squad. Exactly. Yeah, each, each one of their guys, guys obviously can, each one of their guys can they can ball. But the thing is when you get And when you've got that big of a scandal going on, you're giving everybody just an excuse right now to just be like, well, you know, they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that. And, you know, now they're hitting home runs and now they're winning games. And it's just like, you know, no one's going to cheer for you guys because of what happened. And they have that. People, people, yeah, people are going to hate. But, I mean, everybody's got kind of a reason why.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you can And it goes, it goes back to what we talked mad. about with
1: Jose on last episode. You know, mm-hmm. everybody cheats. I'm sure yeah. every team does it. Every team's trying to pick signs. Every team's trying to do this. Every team's got signals. But when you go that far as to bring in a trash can and a camera,
0: just yeah, that's pitches. that's over the that's top. The that is, that is, and I mean, you saw their stats. You know, they're batting 100, 200 – on the road and they're batting like 600 at home so it's like it was only a matter of time before people noticed but yeah man I'm you know it's it's easy to hate for what they did and I totally understand that but you know those dudes could still ball you know those dudes you know Bregman Brantley all those guys Altuve, uh, Gurriel, Correa those dudes are ballers you know I was we actually we're lucky enough to watch some of them when the Astros had the, the AAA team down here in Fresno. So that was really cool. Was so, you know, we got to watch, we, we got to watch, you know, some of them, but you know, hopefully next year the Dodgers bring their triple A to Fresno because it seems like whatever triple A comes to Fresno, the, t- the major league team wins the world series well, because <laughs> so they had the nationals last year. They had the Astros before that and that long stretch with the Giants, obviously. And, you know, they're, they're three rings. So yeah, that's cool. We've been lucky enough. (laughs) We've been, we've been lucky enough to see some, some good baseball teams. A lot of, you know, guys that are, you know, coming up. Absolutely. Right before the major leagues, you know, we've been lucky. A lot of people don't take advantage of that, you know, but me, I try to get out to any game I could. Dude, how crazy is that? We've got a professional baseball team here, and people don't go to games.
1: Tickets are, like, Dude.
0: eight bucks. Dude, there's literally one time I went, and there was probably, like, 20 people there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for real, like, it, it's sad to
1: see. But for guys like us and guys that are people that just love baseball in general, they love
0: to go to games because,
1: I mean, where else are you going to take your family and spend $40, you know, to hang out?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're watching some of the best athletes, you know, these guys are one step away from the majors, it doesn't matter if they're the ninth hitter or the first hitter, you know, they're still one step away from that big step that they're all reaching for. And some guys spend freaking 10 years in the minors before they get to it, you know, so it's cool getting to see those guys grind. It's a different kind of grind than watching a major league game in a weird way. These guys are, you know, I'm sure they have that pressure. It's just like, man, you know, I got to perform. I got to perform every single game if I want to make it, if I want to get called up. So, you know, it's just a a different atmosphere. And that's what I kind of like. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, comparing college basketball to NBA. It's like those college dudes, they're, they're jumping all over, they're diving, they're, you know, playing hard, sprinting up and down the whole time it's kind of the same with triple A baseball. You know, those guys are fighting to want to, to want to take that next big step. So it's, it's exactly. really cool, man.
1: They want a spot and they know how to earn it. The only way to earn it is to work hard.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. And I think that's so, a
1: lot of things in life too. I mean, if you want something, you're not just going to get it handed to you. You got to go out and you got to do the work.
0: Exactly. You know, Pappy was big on that and I'll always, you know, whenever it's anything motivational, Pappy's, Pappy's always a good guy to bring up, but you know, he's he's just saying, if you're if you want to be the best freaking trash taker, then you're going to be the best damn trash taker. <laughs> just, exactly. You know, no matter what you're doing, you want to be the best at tying your damn shoes. You're going to be the best at tying your damn shoes. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, it's just that mindset that those guys uh, consistently have to have. And you know, especially for AAA guys, those guys aren't getting paid squat compared to the majors. You know. At um, one of my buddies, his old uh, apartments, there was a couple Grizzly guys actually living there. So, you know, it's not like these guys are living in mansions or anything, you know, they're fighting for every day's a new fight. And it's cool, man.
1: Absolutely. I mean, these guys, they take buses to games. They, they take whatever they can. They're, they know what their schedule like. And it's what they've signed up for, but they know what the end route is they can get there that's that's what that's what's important so yeah
0: exactly well yes with that another great episode in the books our major announcement we're big announcement excited excited to announce it
1: thank you to triple crown jewelry for sponsoring this episode uh we like i said we are super excited we we cannot be more appreciative than Uh, what they're giving us the opportunity to do and you know we we thank them for believing in what we're doing and you know we're just going to keep keep doing what we're doing we're going to hope to provide you guys with some great insight and hopefully keep your minds busy for about
0: an hour out of your day yes sir mike good as always we'll see you for the next episode see you people
1: Thank you